Welcome to Fright School. Are you ready? Class is in session. Welcome to Fright School Special Not Scary Farm Field Trip Episode. Hey, Joe. Hi, Joshua. And we've got lots of friends here. Hi, I'm David. I'm on again. <laughs> I'm Mike. Hi, I'm Jacob. It's Johnny. It's our little, our own little rat pack. I don't know what we could call that, our horror pack. Anyways, whatever. We're here to scare the shit out of Joe and not Scary Farm. How are you feeling? Uh, I, my bowels are evacuated, so I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, that's excellent. So we will be back very shortly. We're going to spend a few hours here, but it will only be seconds, and we'll be back to see how Joe feels. Here we go. We brought the Depends. Yay, Joe, you made it through Not Scary Farm and you're alive. I lived. <laughs> I lived. Uh, you lived and lived. I lived. <laughs> I, what, did, what did Isaac Mizrahi say on Drag Race? I, I died. I, I lived. I, I died, died. And it was resurrected. Exactly. Exactly. Not even a minute in already. Uh, man, it was so much fun. It was. It was a lot of fun. I did not think I was going to have as much fun as I did. And I... I guarantee you that 85% of that fun was just being with you, you boys, like, <laughs> literally, yeah. literally all of that. That was, that was a good crowd. And we all, we took care of you. We watched out for you. Yes, you did. I, it was, I got to, I was like, okay, who am I going to clutch onto? Yeah. Who's a human clutch for me? Because <laughs> that is, I, I was, I think I was the scaredy cat out of the, out of the entire group. And I got like nervous being there by myself. I don't know why I thought I was just going to get like swept up and taken away if I didn't have someone with me. Um, channeling my mother, God bless her. Right. <laughs> but yes, any I moment, had... any moment, one of these clowns is going to drag me into a oh dark space. Oh my God, I'm going to get dragged and dragged straight to hell. <laughs> that's a movie I haven't seen. Uh, that's so funny. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a good time. So um this should be kind of a fun episode. You know, it's a field trip. We actually, uh, we recorded a few segments inside the park. Uh, just us, you know, kind of talking, doing different things. and You'll hear other voices besides ours. Right, exactly. How fun. Um, our friends Mike and uh, his son Jacob and Johnny. And, of course, the lovely young David. Who yes. Who has interned for us here occasionally. On, upon occasion. Yes, all uh, all males, all right. cisgendered males. That's true, and all with J names. Yes, except, except David. Except David. Yeah. Uh, but yes, we. Um, I, well, Mike, I guess we should say his first name is actually James. Yes, but but it's just hilarious anyways. because I don't think we, I don't think that we planned it to be just like a boys' trip. No, I inv- I cast a wide net, and that's who showed up. So that's who went. Yes, we were, you know, as they say in Top Gun, we were playing with the boys, and it yes, was a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was a really good time. Uh, so, also this episode, we're going to discuss Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, the 1988 uh, movie, and the actual Elvira who performed at uh, live at Knotts. So, I think kind of how we're going to do this is we're just going to play a, a little segment, and we'll respond to it, kind of tell you what was going on, talk about the park, and uh, right, that's what we yeah, want to do. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right. We recorded as joshua said we recorded some segments um so we'll kind of let that be be your guide uh so step back in time uh to earlier last week when we go into the park and here we go 
like to act. All right, uh, we're like, right. waiting in line at the first maze. The walk to get here was filled with uh, people making loud noises and jump scaring me. Um, so I don't recommend this for uh, those who have any sort of post-traumatic stress. Yes, I agree. Um, that's a good, that is that's a good point. That is not my medical opinion, but you know that's what we're doing. Um, I've I been. Have, I don't yet have a medical opinion, but yes, I have an opinion. I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, not good for the jump, the, the jumpy type. We're right next to a roller coaster that is made of wood that has a giant drop and apparently human resources. Um, so, oh, which is probably a morgue. Uh, so we will let you know how it goes at the end. Yeah. All right. So that was good times uh, getting into the park. So let's go back to that. You know, so you heard us standing in line uh, for the first maze, but let's go. Let's go a little bit further back. So we get it. Obviously, you get into the park. You know, you got to get through security and all that, which was pretty, I think, tighter than usual. Yes. Uh, this year, uh, they were definitely, you know, really kind of searching and, and feeling everybody up and down. Which I will say that I was probably that was the main contributor of my anxiety that night and my like heightened adrenaline is just thinking like there are so many people here and it's dark yeah. and there's like fog and it's, it's scary. Like the whole atmosphere is just frightening in general. Absolutely. So you can imagine that they were very like diligent uh, given all the circumstances of real world horror horror that happened. Yeah, um, exactly. But yeah, like the, even even the guy who checked us at the at the security station, he was like, "Why do people bring these big backpacks with yeah. all these pockets? It just makes my job like harder." And yeah. I was like, "Don't talk about the guests in front of me." <laughs> Right, but no, I mean, anyway. I, hey, I'm with him because I do think that's dumb. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't need a big ass backpack. Why do you need all those pockets for? Don't you don't need that. But anyway, so you know, that was fun getting through. And then um, I love knots because, like, I've been a few times, uh, not that many, really, though, uh, relatively speaking. Um, I didn't go. I only started going when Elvira returned to start doing her show. So that was definitely that's the reason I spend the money. That's the reason I go. You know, I always I always want to see Elvira and then the rest of it's kind of, you know, that that's all the bonus stuff, the you know, all the screaming and yelling and the mazes and the rides and all. Um but I love it because when you come into the park, they like immediately flood like that whole first area with fog and you have to like walk through it and ever and they're like jumping out at yeah. you. How was that for you? So when we were when we were we were walking toward a part of the park and then they were like, Oh yeah, let's cut through ghost town. Uh, let's cut through the ghost town. And I'm like, sure. Okay, cool. I thought that was just like, that's what part of the, and then I get to, I see ahead that there's just a bunch of fog and I was like, Oh God, that's a lot of fog. And then the crowd is like moving that way. And I'm like, Oh God, I, where I guess we're going, <laughs> I guess we're going in this fog and it's a literal ghost town. <laughs> and then like, you know, people, obviously the, the pace of the crowd slows down a bit. People get a little bit more spread out cause it's a bunch of fog and it's late at night and there's, there's lights everywhere casting like, you know, the right amount of light, but also still the in like not a right amount of light yeah it makes it feel like a wall like you're just kind of yeah you're just like going through a wall and it was a lot of like 
Um, it was very interesting sounds that they were making. Like some guys like were sliding and making these like they had metal on their shoes and on their knee pads and they're sliding on the ground and sparks were flying for a few of them. Um, there was an interesting one where later in the night they had like these clowns that were like flicking uh, plastic spoons against their like hands that sounded really weird and scratchy. So there were all these really cool like Foley work, but I was just like, Oh my God. And then the, I think the thing too was like, someone would look at me and then I'd look right back at them, but not get scared. And then I'd be walking and I was waiting for them to kind of do something, but they didn't do anything. Cause I think at that point they knew that they were going to get me, but like, you know, in, I'm a fan of The Walking Dead. When you see something like that looking at you, you better either run or confront it and like, you know, screwdriver to the head. So it was (laughs) it was hard for me to just not like what? (laughs) Like be all up on it. Like what? What? But it was it was definitely like I just kept thinking like, oh, my God, I know some I know like three people who it would be so awesome to like get them to come and do this and just watch them get reactions and later in the night people were getting chased down like these clowns were like running after like like running after these like girls and running after like other guests like it was just it was so fun to watch um there was a moment after one of the mazes where we were trying to find another maze and then like this clown that was like a monkey came up and just like we were looking at a map came up look at our map then look at us and like went away and then this other clown, we were like trying to find something and, you know, they still have to be helpful, even though they're there to terrify you. They do still have to be helpful. So he goes, it's this way. And I'm like, OK, thanks. Bye. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought it was good. I, it was my first time ever going. So I've yeah. never been to Nuts. Um, we had a great never di- even done anything like that at all. Anyway, no. no horror related. No, I was telling my, my story about haunted houses and mazes and things like that is that I the only the last time I remember before this most recent time was when I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade living on Guam. And on Halloween, our mayor's office turned into like a mini haunted house. So you had to like go through the maze in order to get a full size candy bar and an ice cream bar. And that was the only hello. I know that was the only only like a little fat kid right like that's the only way to get me there yeah any kid i would have been so we go through the maze black lights everywhere and it's like at the end of the maze is like a coffin and it's there on top of the coffin and no one was gonna pop out you just had to be like like you just had to be willing to just go into the coffin and get your get your prize so that was that was cool did you get it of course i'm like i serve me up some ice cream south pacific island man you gotta get that you gotta get that cool ice cream what kind of ice cream was it oh it was just like a regular like (laughs) i want some ice cream (laughs) we're gonna get some ice cream after this and and then um our friend uh becca um her and her husband at a time fish they do a super really detailed like he's a craftsman and a carpenter and he does like set pieces for some theatrical productions in town but they did a really like intricate maze at their house and they have this really nice house in escondido at their house um and it has like it it has like two like three rooms in this like really small garage and i remember one halloween i worked the maze for them like i helped manage the line oh, and it was like neighborhood cool. kids coming through they give full size candy bars as well but you had but like they were telling me like yeah we've done this in the past and we had like a kid wet himself and you know like wow. kids like run screaming like i'm like is it that terrifying it's like no but like if you're a kid and you know so we went through this maze and like all 
of a sudden you see like her daughters on the bed doing the Freddy Krueger rhyme. Oh, wow. And then her, their friend Bill comes out like under, from under the bed dressed as Kruger. And he's all like, how about a trick? <laughs> and then the next room is, uh, the is an is alien so her husband created this really elaborate um uh the like the queen oh xenomorph the yeah, xenomorph yeah, yeah. and like and then at the end she was ripley uh becca was ripley um giving out these full-size candy bars oh how fun but like it was just so it was so cool that that's what they do. Oh. And I really want them to take a video and what I'm going to see if I can reach out to them so we can post on our page when they do it for this year. But like this year he built like a huge face of a clown. It kind of looks like jigsaw a little bit. So okay. we'll see how yeah. they do it. Oh, how cool. But those are my only haunted house experiences. So speaking of uh, mazes, uh, we were in line forever for all the mazes. That's the one thing about knots. I, I highly recommend going and I highly recommend buying a season pass because it's like 90 bucks. You get discounts in the park. Food uh, and beverage. Yeah, food and beverage. And merch, they said too. Some merchandise. I yeah. think probably the knots merchandise. Um, but anyway, so you, you get all that. Dollar refills on the on the plastic cups. The yeah, cool, like, that's right. Cup. Oh, shoot. I got to remember to find that. So I take it back because so I'm going to go again, of course. Yeah, if you're planning on going more than once, it is definitely yeah. worth it to go yeah. um, at least like uh, to buy that season pass because yeah. it comes out to about the same and you save a lot. Yeah, it was 90 bucks and I'm already going twice. So that's already $45 a visit. And I, I actually think I plan to go a third time. I've got actually three. I might even end up going four times depending. I've got two different groups saying that they want to go, but I'm not sure if we're all going to combine into one group or have to go separately. But regardless, um, I highly recommend it uh, to, to buy that. Just one, because in the end, we really only got through a few mazes and only on a couple rides because you just spend a lot of time standing in line. So I highly recommend getting there very early, get there when the gates open, stay till one. That midnight hour was kind of nice because a lot of people were leaving and kind of getting out. So you could, you know, quickly get through a maze, you know, that, that you know, had a big line or whatnot. But anyway, so let's go uh, back to the uh, clips. So the maze was a bust, and we ended up getting out of line so that way we could go to Elvira. I'm sitting here with Jacob. Hey, Jacob, how's it going? Good, how are you? Jacob, you've never seen Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, before, have you? Uh, I've watched the horror movie Macabre or whatever that she did. Oh, okay, but yeah. not the movie from no, the 80s. No, I've never okay. seen the movie. Well, you're not, you're like, that was like twice before you were born, so. Um, it's before I was born, for goodness sake. Okay, well, we're here, we're going to watch it, and we're going to watch her live show. It's going to be Can't Be Good Fun. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait, right? Okay. We'll see you later. So, yeah, the lines were really long, so we ditched it. <laughs> On the very first uh, maze we got in line for, the trick-or-treat maze. We, yeah, spring we had for to. that fast pass. Yeah. Spring for that fright line. Yeah, for, yeah, the fright pass, or what they call fright lane, yeah. So I will admit, again, like I said, I really wanted to see Elvira. I, everybody, I mean, she does do two shows. I prefer to see the first one, because then you don't have to worry the whole rest of the night, you know, because she goes on at 9 p.m., 9.05-ish. And uh, 11.30, I think it is. And so I like to get it out of the way and see her at the first show. That way, the rest of the night, you can't really... You don't have to worry about it. Because uh, even when we got there, 
there's already a big line of people. Like I thought we'd be one of the first people there because I really wanted that like front row seat, but didn't happen again. So at the next time, I swear to God, I'm going to get there and go right to Elvira and just wait in line at 730. <laughs> yeah, so she does uh, 9 o'clock mm-hmm. and 1130. Yeah, so I felt I did feel a little bad because, I mean, obviously we're there to do the mazes and stuff too, but I'm like, listen, I spent my mind. I must, and I told you guys, I was like, you guys can wait. You, We can go to the 1130 show too. I certainly wouldn't have been against seeing her twice, but you guys you know, yeah. were, were first seeing it with me, which was very nice because I was because we waited in that line a really long time. Yeah, we and were. And I was like, sorry, we got to ditch out because uh, it was know. like 8 15 was like 8 15 8 almost 8 30 yeah it was like 8 20 and i was like okay i'm leaving like i can't yeah. wait any longer because we got in it thinking it was shorter than it was and then you went around the corner and you actually were in this massive line so. yeah and then it was like one of those like okay now we're just gonna go down and back and down, down and, and back and, yeah. and it was not moving fast at all which no. i figured out i found out later i think the maze that we were in line for is one that's like almost entire darkness oh so um i'm gonna probably, try to go the probably next worth time. it to go next time yeah yeah i'm gonna try it the next uh stop but anyways yeah the important thing was to see uh for me at least at that moment was to see the elvira show which was so much fun because <laughs> she is goofy as shit. She is. So um, in preparation for seeing Elvira, uh, we, uh, Joshua, we had one of our like, you know, movie days, movie module days. And um, as a palate cleanser for um, the French film Inside, which you'll hear all about. <laughs> yes, very soon. Uh, very, very soon. Um, please don't don't forget to uh, subscribe and make sure you listen to that episode. <laughs> yes. Um, the... The the palate cleanser for that uh, to bring us back to you know fun times was Elvira the the first film Elvira Mistress of the Dark 1988 and um yeah it was it was fun it's like definitely fun eighties romp um, yeah it's total goofball total like, goof total it's campy. kind of a good um I mean there's been others obviously I think that came before it like a, you know Mel Brooks like Young Frankenstein things mm-hmm. like that that I I think it looks you know it, it's I think it's trying to be goofball like that. It's also kind of like Pee Wee Herman, you know, because, um, you know, Elvira, I think, you know, considers herself sort of a drag queen. I mean, she is a woman, you know, but, yeah. you know, she does a character for a living. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you there's know, definitely a drag element to it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Kind of like, you know, Pee Wee Herman, RuPaul. They're kind of all in the same. Uh, a space they occupy that same kind of where they where their 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 real life is eclipsed by this kind of the cult of personality that they've created around a, you know a character so um you know i i, I just I love the movie. It's it is goofy as shit, and it reminds me of uh, like newer stuff like Shaun of the Dead and things like that, which are yes. goofy, you know, sort of horror comedy movies. Um. You know, I, I I would say, like, I guess if you step back and looked at it, it's not like a great film. You know, it's not like some awesome story. It's just your typical fish out of water with a lot of bizarre plot elements because, yeah, you know. A lot of boob jokes. A lot of boob jokes. A lot of double entendres. Well, kind Yes. They're, they're barely double entendres. They're like, uh, <laughs> they're just, you know, flat out. And this is a big, and this is a right. big joke. And right. This is a boob yeah. joke. Yeah. And, it's, you know, it's, it, it's a little on the nose, but I, it's, it's one of my favorite movies. I watch it probably once or twice a year because it's great just to put on, you know, if I'm doing other things like cleaning up the house or it's nice to listen yeah. to. I, um, and I remember loving it since I'm really, since I think it probably came to like home video in 89 or 90 it would have been the first time I saw it. So, you know, I was five or six and just loved Elvira. And I remember I would wait up, um, 
if it would like if it was going to be on, you know, it was another one of those movies that I'd watch like everything on TV coming up to it because I didn't want to miss one second. I wanted to make sure that whatever time it started, I was going to be there mm-hmm. to see it. And I remember buying it when I got my first apartment when I was eighteen. It was one of the first movies I bought on DVD to have in my house, you know, which That's now awesome. which now I have autographed um, along with all the other million Elvira things I have autographed because I do really like Elvira. Um, so uh, <laughs> I. I will have to post a picture of, of your Elvira stuff because I, I cannot oversell this enough. Joshua literally has like all this signed stuff from Elvira. Like if 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 she did a signing at the end of the show, we would have been there. Like oh, we would have yeah. waited. I was so upset that she didn't. Yeah. He's got like the coffee table book that has like a little bit of her couch from her horror films. Like it, like it's just it's it's really like this is a this love is deep and it's real, you know. It y'all. is, it is real. It is real. I mean, yeah, just right behind you, I've got a really cool piece by Michael Mahaffey. Check him out, Mr. Mahaffey. He's an artist on uh, on the interwebs. M a h a f f e y. Love the stuff he does. We'll he link does, you. Like, yeah, we'll link him in the thing. Spray paint and and whatnot, kind of graffiti art. I've got a couple autographed pictures of her. I've got a bobblehead. I've got the Funko doll. I've got both of her movies because she did do a, a sequel, prequel, weird Elvira's Haunted Hills movie. And then, yeah, if you like Elvira as much as I do, I highly recommend her coffin table art book. It's pictorial. You can get the kind of uh, the basic edition. Um, I think it's like 45 bucks, which is actually great because it's like 300 pages or something. It's filled with amazing uh, photographs, kind of her whole... Her whole uh, life in pictorial form uh, a book is coming she's working on an autobiography i think that's why she's she's trying to get some time off uh to write it but anyways yeah lots of lots of elvira shit around and this is <laughs> and and i i think you mentioned this already but this is her last like halloween halloween yes at knots at knots yes yeah because i think and i i kind of get it you know because she you know her this film Again, wasn't a great film, so it didn't really make a lot of money. And I think she got screwed pretty badly in it because she wrote it. And uh, she wrote it with, um, who is it? It was like people from like Second City, like James uh, Signorelli or whatever the directed it. John Paragon and yeah. Sam Egan and Cassandra Peterson wrote it. Um, Cassandra Peterson is, is Elvira. Elvira. <laughs> and, and for those of you who know, she's also like a Groundlings like alum as yeah. well. I think she was there around the same time. Uh, I forget who she was there around the same time as, but she like that's how she got her start was she was in the improv troupe, the Groundlings in LA. Yeah, well, and that's kind of where Elvira came from. Somebody like saw her uh, doing like a Valley Girl character, and when she came to audition, because it's like a whole weird thing. Like she got married and she went on a honeymoon. They're like, Hey, you know, we have this audition. Like, you know, maybe you want to come audition for this, uh, this, uh, horror hosting job. And she's like, I'm on my honeymoon. Like, no, that's not going to happen. Whatever. I'm just going to have to pass it up. But when she came back, it turned out that the person they auditioned for it or whatever, couldn't actually do it. So they're like, Hey, it's still open. Like, you know, come and come and audition. And so she did. And they were like, okay, well we like that thing you do at the groundlings where you're sort of a Valley girl, but could you like, got like be goth like that which she thought was ludicrous like that doesn't even make any sense but it turned out to totally work and that's kind of how elvira was born i i think that's i think what her anecdote is uh, regarding that yeah was just yeah it's kind of she's this weird dichotomy of like total la southern california mm-hmm. oh cool you know what you know yeah. that kind of 
ditzy valley girl, but goth rock chick. Which is also definitely of that time as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you want to listen to her um, talk a little bit more about that, go to uh, RuPaul What's the Tea with oh, Michelle Visage. Yes. Where they, with Elvira. Uh, with Elvira. And because they have a really great conversation about her origin story. Yes, because unfortunately we are just not big enough to get her on our podcast. No. That would have been the goal. Uh, maybe sometime in the future. Uh, could you imagine uh, Elvira sitting in this room? <laughs> I don't, but like she would be as Cassandra Peterson. Well, though. of course, which but would still, be fine. Yeah. I'd be fine with that. She could come however she wants to. Uh, but you would do the tassel dance for her. I definitely would. I think I've got big enough boobies for her. Yeah. Get it going. So the show itself. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Yeah. So the not scary part. But anyways. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. So the, the show itself is a 30 minute show, right? Like Roughly. I, yeah. I, it's not I, a lot of work. I really wanted her to like do more. Um, I mean, but then again, you know, they yeah. always leave them wanting more. Right. Um, uh, let's just let's just call it let's just say what it is those dancers those male dancers like i i just loved i, I love being there because i i could i looked at young david and young david and i were like oh hello right. <laughs> like do you need assistance yes, <laughs> yes, yes with yes. your costume much like madonna much like Cher, much like kylie minogue elvira knows her audience she's yes. bringing Hot half naked boys, uh, even some sexy girls, but mostly it's all about the naked boys. And she is serving it up with lots of uh, uh, Swarovski crystals and glitter and lights. And then at the end, all the water came down. They all got wet. Not her, obviously. Of course, she would have melted into a puddle. <laughs> no, but but they all got like soaking wet. They were dancing. I was like, when oh. they got wet, I was like, okay. Yeah. I was like, I and I was trying the whole time. I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, okay, who's this for? Is this for adults? Is this for children's? Like, I kept thinking about it. What is the age cutoff for not Scary Farm? Because there were some really young kids. Yeah. But like, you know, she made a Harvey Weinstein joke. Oh, I know. Which I was like, dang, especially like up there in like LA adjacent area. Like those, Uh, those are jokes that people are going to get. Which I mean, I'm happy. I'm glad that people are coming out and and speaking out against that. And it's great for Elvira, you know. Yeah, of course, she's a comedian. She's an entertainer and she's making kind of, you know, fun of it, but fun out of it. But, you know, it's still, it's important that that gets called out. So I absolutely, I liked, I like seeing that. But anyway, so, um, but overall, yeah, her show, like I told you, I was like, it's goofy. Mm-hmm. It's And she looks so good. Like She did. She's 66. And yeah. man, I was like, she was up there dancing. And I don't mean to it. like, obj- you know, strictly bring it down to the body, oh, but right. like, oh my God, she was, I was like, damn, if I look half as good, I wish, I'm 28. I wish I look good like that now. Right, I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, she definitely has a, a secret. You know, if you look at pictures of her out of, like, makeup and all, like, she's still, like, I mean, you're like, whoa, 60, really? Almost 70? Like, that's kind of, I mean, it's it's a little crazy to think. Um, you know, and she was up there dancing. I mean, not, you know, she's not up there fucking Barishnikov or anything, but, yeah. you know, she was, <laughs> I think, working hard. So I was like, hey, go, girl. You know, I love yeah. it. Yeah, and I guess Dita Von Teese was there the same night we were? Was she really? Well, I thought I saw Johnny post something. He reposted Dita, like, hey, just saw Elvira, and, like, she, it was a picture of her doing, uh, yeah, the, doing tassels. the tassels. And I was like, Dita Von Teese oh, was I'm there at the same time. Broken. I'm a, I love Dita Von We Teese. were closer than Dita Von Teese, so. Oh, well, good that, yeah, it's good for us. I would have liked to have seen her, though. I'm a big fan of hers. I, I've, I have a crush on her. I, I just think she's gorgeous. She's like she's like one of those women that, yes, I would probably. Yes. No, not even time. probably. If she was like, hey, you want to. Speaking of I'd celebrities, yes. we'd like to F. <laughs> the night before we went, Chris Hardwick was there with Will Wheaton. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, God, I could have been in the same room again with Chris Hardwick. Yes, I love yes. him so much. Keeping your wick hard. Yes, Anyways. keeping my hard wick, okay? 
So, yeah. So we saw the virus show. It was a lot yeah. of fun. Uh, goofy. Highly recommend it. Jackie Beat's in it. Jackie Beat is in it. I think what she wrote last year's or the year before, like she's been writing for Elvira. The Dance Macabre. Yeah. She's been writing for her. And then, yeah, she was in it sort of as the Chastity Pariah type character, which is Edie McClurg from the movie. Kind of like, you know, oh, we have to control everything. But she's just right on the edge of insanity herself. Yes, yes. You know, right on the on the, on the the edge of perversion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, which is kind of what Elvira's about, you know. Um yeah, I do want to. I did want to say more about it. Uh, the reason that I really like Elvira and why I think that you know she's kind of a cool like feminist icon in the context of the other movies. Because you know, again, we knew we were going to go to Not Scary Farm. I was like, well, we're going to see Elvira. You might as well see the Elvira movie. It's not really part of the syllabus. However, I will say that growing up, I think you know I really liked Elvira. One as like a queer kid, you know, and as a queer goth kid, it was kind of cool to see her because she's very unapologetic, you know, for who she is. You know, they come up and they're trying to, you know, shame her and, you know, like, you know, make fun of the way she's dressed. And she's like, you know, no, this, like, this is awesome. Like, I look hot. Fuck you. You know, like, she has that kind of whole personality. She doesn't bend. You know, it sucks. Everybody's really mean to her, but she still, you know, carries on. I think that there's kind of a cool lesson in there that she's sort of, you know, yeah, she, of course, she's objectified and, and she's, you know, sexy, but, she's so much in her own power over it, you know? Yeah. And if anything, she like, she's so aggressive with like the males in, yeah. in the movie that it's like, Whoa, Elvira. Okay. Let's she definitely wields. She knows what yeah. she has and she wields a certain uh, dominion over it, which is not something that like other people, um, other people like, I mean, you know, we can't, what is it? You can't have, don't like people being too free. Right. right. I forget yeah. what movie that's from, but like, we don't like people being too free. And then also, you know, she's a, she's a veritable threat because she's new and she's interesting and she's, um, Oh, I hate this word, but exotic. And you, mm-hmm. um, she, uh, she poses that threat to, um, the other women in the town as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the town, the whole, the town itself. And she is sort of that element. So when you look at it in that way and you look at the way, like, you know, queerness is, Oh, you're going to bring down America. You're destroying this institution. Oh, feminism is destroying the institutions, you know, uh, equality, equity, you know, all of these things that are always this constant threat to, you know, the white, wealthy status quo that's, you know, always, you know, being perceived of that as that's where normalcy is. So I always just really liked the movie for that reason too. Just growing up, it's like, not only did she revel in like horror and like her goth gothiness, but it was also something that was powerful and to her, like not out of, you know, like now I'm perfectly like, yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm perfectly fine. You yeah. know, like, and, and she, when the other, when the girl's like, you know, talking to her, the makeup, the whole scene about that. And she's like, you know, don't even worry about it. Like, cause you're going to get out and get out of this. And there's so much beyond this exactly. small town life that that was yeah. always a big, uh, like a hero to me. So, you know, anyways, I did just want to throw that little in just so it kind of ties into the rest of, you know, these conversations, you know, yes, cause there I get, is a reason I get the critique, you know, of people going, well, you know, but you know, her tits are hanging out and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, uh, yeah, but not because some man is doing it. You know, she wrote it. It's a character she created. She, ha- and that's the other thing. She had authority over that. They were like, we don't care what you, we like this character do whatever. Yeah. You know, so she was in charge of the look and, and in charge of, of creating the character. Yeah. And I've always just thought that was really uh, a powerful thing. Exactly. And she, you know, it's all, it's very meta. It's very self-referential. Yeah. Like she's very uh, self-referential, self-deprecating. Like, you know, she knows yeah. that like her, though, you know, when those titties come out, that that's going to be. Yeah. It's just part of People it. are going to love it. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I loved it. I haven't, yeah. I wasn't like, you know, I, w- I have not been that excited to see titties ever. <laughs> except hers yeah and then they did a trick but anyway so yeah anyways kudos to elvira i i love her i i uh hope 
I can't wait to see her again <laughs> in a couple yes. of days. <laughs> so, all right. So let's go to the next part. I think this is where we're uh, getting on the, the the weird mine ride. Let's let's. Right. Yes, yeah, so this is this is the the we'll go to the next clip from uh, inside the park. Want to be a guest lecturer on an upcoming episode? Want to submit a film for consideration? Got a question, or more likely a correction for me? Shoot us an email at info at frightschool.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show. Okay, so we just we finished Elvira. We did some mining calico ride, Michigas, and now we are in line for Dark Ride, which is not a ride; it's a maze, for what I'm being told. And it's dark. Joshua, checking in. How are you? Oh, I'm having a great time. We saw Elvira. I'm very happy. Now we get to wait 73 hours to get into a maze. We're looking through the different pictures and stuff. Mike, how you doing? I'm good. I'm looking at my Elvira pictures, and some of them actually came out good. Awesome, Johnny. Great, having fun. David. I'm good. Jacob. Good. All right, here we go. We'll see you on the other side of fear. Oh, man, so that mine ride. (laughs) You know, it's so funny. Again, it goes back to, like, my, like, revulsion of, like, weirdo puppets thing. You know, like, (laughs) there's all these psychotic psychotic clowns wandering around and, you know, all the zombies and the weird creeper looking, like the Jeepers Creepers creeper, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, they're jumping out of the fog and, like, they don't really bother me. I'm like, eh, whatever, you know. But we get on this weird ride that has nothing to do with Knott's Scary Farm, really. It's just Knott's Berry Farm, like, a ride that takes you into a mine shaft and you know, back into a, you know, horribly, well, a a more horribly racist time. Yes. And oppression. And it's just awful because the puppets, they are, they're all creepy and they, you know, they're malfunctioning and they're doing weird stuff and just freaked me out. But I loved how unnerved you were before (laughs) getting on it. Like you really thought it was going to be something bad because I was like, I hate it. But so let me, so folks, I don't like roller coasters. I, I the last time I went to um to went to Disneyland I went with two people who are like annual pass holders and it was like a process. We like got through the turnstiles and it was like breakneck speed to like go wait in this line and do this and do that and whatever. So like I was already like and I told them, I said, I will do rides with you. I don't do drops. Right. I don't do big drops. I didn't want to be a wet blanket that day, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm here. I'm going to do it, but I don't do drops. It can go fast. It could turn, but it can't have like a big fucking drop. No, 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 no. And don't trick me because I, I'm still waiting for karma to get me because when we were kids and I still liked roller coasters, we told my mom that Space Mountain was like, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, but in space. And like, you know, you just watch and you see the stars. And she hated us after she went on that and was like, this is not like Pirates of the Caribbean. So that is so mean. I know. And so like, I'm just waiting for someone to do that to me. And I'm like, no, fuck. Cause I will, no. I can't, I, I was already, you, they could all tell that I was like, yeah. uh, there's no drops. Like why are, and then I looked and I'm like, okay, so there's like no safety restraints. Like we're fine. Yeah. And then I, remember, I was talking you into it. I'm like, listen, it's not scary. It's not, I mean, it's nothing. 
And it I, really was. It's just creepy because the puppets are creepy. And you're trapped in the cave with a bunch of... We, we had a kid in ours. Well, he was all right. Although he was recording the whole thing, which was terrible because we all were cussing. Exactly. Like, and, and Mike was sitting like on the other side know, of this of this like mom and her kid. kid and his mom. And like we wanted... You know, we're there just like, oh my God, racism and blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. We were just totally critiquing the ride and the kid's just like, Ooh, I'm yeah. just trying to have a good time. I mean, uh, it's par for the course. You're there. You're there for you know. You're there in not scary farms. A bunch of adults running around. They sell alcohol, y'all. Like, I know, right? Like, it, it, yeah, it's about to happen. And we're man, not. Gonna... People were smoking it. Woo, too. Ooh, they're they smoking that smoking shitty weed. That. Yeah. Well, there were. Yeah, I smelled a lot of gross weed, but I smelled a lot of stuff. That's probably okay. <laughs> the nerve. They didn't share <sighs> the nerve. Uh, yes, that was the worst part. People don't share these days. You know the, what is the world coming to? You know when you can't just be like, hey, can I get out of that? Uh, anyways. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so we we did the calico so we did ride, that, and then we got into the first maze. Yes, by this time, this is like ten o'clock, like three hours after we. <laughs> and then, the like park. as we're going into it, I'm like, oh my god, this is not okay. So I was like, okay, the line's moving pretty quickly. It was a pretty short line. It was relatively um, speaking. It was like definitely one of those like just we're just gonna keep sending people through, yeah. keep them, keep keep the roofs in the tent and keep them moving. Um, so that was really fun, and um. I, it was, the cool thing about this was like, I I don't know if it was a ride at one point, but it was definitely, it was a broken down carnival ride. So like you're walking through the maze, but you're like walking on the tract and you can see like the groove in the middle of the, of the floor. That's where the, like the, the track of the cart was. And then you're passing through these different sections and it is just so elaborate. And like, I'm like, this is really, someone spent a lot of time into every little detail. And of course, like, you know, you have like, obviously this is a mannequin, obviously this and that, but I also couldn't tell. Yeah. At the time. Sometimes you couldn't. Yeah. And they just start moving on you. That was pretty fun. Cause you're like walking through and then like some, you know, what does look like a mannequin moves at you. Yeah. <laughs> I think the scariest, the scariest thing of the night happened to me in that maze. Yeah. I was walking, David was my clutch. I was <laughs> clutching onto David and you know, he, he, he even said like, he doesn't get scared. He moves through these things. Like I break net. He's just like, he looks like, Oh, there, like, Oh, there he looks like, yeah. Because um, like, when you've gone through them, you yeah. kind of know where they're, you know. Yeah, we even like pointed where the windows were, and we're like, "Is anyone working here?" And like, no, oh, that's right. Yeah, because that was that the first ride. That was, was the that first one. one yeah, yeah, because yeah, nobody was in the windows. Nobody was in any like the secret hidden places. Like, hello, what's going on? So felt cheated, felt cheated in my screen, in my scares, in my scares screams. Uh, and there was this one where like this guy had like a sledgehammer and you know, they're loud noises and making these loud noises. And then I look at him and he like did his thing. He looked at me and then I think he followed me because I felt someone's breath on my neck. And then David was like, do you know that he followed you? And I'm like, yes, I'm trying not to freak out. Cause I could feel his breath on my neck. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm trying not to freak out. Yeah. Well, it was funny cause he stepped in between you and I to follow you. Oh, okay. So I, th- I thought he thought you would turn around cause I watched that happen. I saw you look at him and you turn around and he walked right in in front of me to follow you. I was like, ah, and then you didn't do anything. You didn't respond. I thought, oh shit, that's too bad. That no, was I was activity. like, I know he's there. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. No, that's smart. See, there you go. And he backed away and went back to his corner. I, Cause like, you know, at the end of the day, like they don't want to get, then they don't want nothing to happen to them. They're still human beings, you know, that are, don't want to be assaulted. I don't want to be assaulted. Give me my scream. Yeah. Give me my scare. Do your thing. I'm going to appreciate what's going on. Um, it was just like, there, it was just so cool. I didn't appreciate getting dripped on in the dragon. 
<laughs> oh, you no. Know, we'll, yeah, I'll talk about that later. When we, I think there's a, a part of that we talk about in one, one of the last segments. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we'll come back to that. But uh, yeah, I have a note because I definitely plan to to talk to discuss that. Uh, but um, I can't remember when it was. But I, your point about not getting harassed, you know, because some uh, not getting harassed or not fighting with, you know, one of the the scare actors as you were calling the scactors, the scactors. Uh, when we came out, one of the mazes, and the, obviously something had happened because they had like arrested a guy, and you know, one of the girls was like dressed as like I don't even know what, some kind of zombie ninja mm-hmm. or something creature. She had like a kabuki looking. I don't know. It was very, but anyway. So she. Um, you could hear her talking to the police. Man, they had like twenty police officers there. Yeah, and even after um, even after Dark Ride, there was like I was standing in line to get uh, to get some water, and there was like a supervisor there talking to somebody, like looking at his face. He's like, "Yo, yeah, this is where they did it," and this is, and I'm like. I was, you know, it was just because at that point it's like you just got to squash that right away. So like yeah. all hands on deck, got to got to have got to squash that right away. But yeah. it was just I thought it was a lot of fun. And then when you get to, I realized quickly that the last room is going to be the one where there's a lot of things happening and a lot of stuff coming at you. And I could see that right before the door to the exit, there was like a slide, and I was like, "No, <laughs> breakneck speed right out of there!" Because I didn't this want this was still in dark. This ride. is still in dark yeah, ride. Yeah, I yeah. didn't want nothing to come sliding down at me, but it was just like chaos. And I can I, I could totally understand like if you're the kind of person who like gets scared easily and will not and will let everybody know like that's what they're looking for. That's what yeah. they want from you. Well, that's the thing. That's why I don't think that bothered me. You know, I'm there. I'm dressed in all black like I always am. You know, I've got my Elvira shirt on. I'm you know got my eyeliner i'm like you know i'm clearly not there for it so yeah they <laughs> were there for some they production were, they were not bothering me at all you know like i don't think anybody tried to like maybe one person yeah. walking d- tried to do something but i was just like hello like, you said if you nice. um you said that uh you you if if you're actually caught off guard or scared you make a particular your your sound is a particular sound right oh yeah i do because i i make like a whooping sound um can't even like recreate it, but it's like you know, like um, if I like come and somebody jumps out, you know, I'll go woo, woo. I, I make that kind of noise. I go woo, <laughs> woo. There it is. That's just a high pitch. Woo, woo. <laughs> and I and I'll laugh. Like that's always it. Like I because I I think it's fun. You You're know? like oh you got me. Yeah yeah exactly. You done got me. Yeah. So I don't I don't really have a scream. Like I don't know what my scream sounds like because you know I don't I try not to yell. Like I don't remember the last time I actually had a screaming match with somebody. Uh, probably when I was a kid with one of my siblings. But yeah, I do. I just somebody jumps out of me. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So let's go to another clip. Okay, so it is uh, five minutes after midnight. Right. Um, we are sitting down at Not Scary Farm because. I'm a fucking wet blanket. <laughs> um, some of our party, half our party has gone to actually ride roller coasters yeah. while the rest of us are going to pursue mazes. Yes. Um, we'll talk about it more in the episode about like the mazes we went through. But if you hear this, uh, it will probably be over. Not Scary Farm will already be done, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. No. But um, if, we'll see, yeah. if you have a chance, rush it out. We, definitely, <laughs> uh, we definitely recommend Shadowlands. Yeah, that was um, fun. Shadowlands Maze was really yeah. great. Um, how you doing, Young David, checking in? Good. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So what, kind of hungry. Kind of hungry. 
Um, but yeah, it's just after midnight. Park's open for another hour. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna try and rally and uh, do one more maze and make that like a pumpkin eater type thing. And uh, yeah, I think what's the best part of all this is just watching people run away from the scare actors, the scactors, um, as I'll call them from now on. Um, but yeah, Joshua, any thoughts? No, I'm having a great time. This is really, really fun. Uh, work is gonna suck in the morning, but hey. Whatever. That's right, because we still got jobs, y'all. We still got day jobs and night jobs and all that shit, so... Night jobs, well, yeah. Um, all right, well, we're going to get to it, and then I think the next time you hear from us, we'll be in the car on the way back. So here we go. So, yeah, we ran you ragged. You had to, you had to sit down. You, had to, you need to break. God, man, I, I was like, I forgot. Like, oh, that's right, because we're actually at a theme park, and there's a ton of walking, mm-hmm. and, like, I got these new shoes. You're like, girl, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not athletic, y'all. I don't know if you saw the pictures, <laughs> but I'm not athletic. But still, it was, it was, it was, I was having fun, and then, like, the adrenaline. I was just trying to keep my, like, adrenaline up because I was, I was really wanting to, like, see and do as much as I could. Yeah. Um, definitely after midnight, though, I, I was like, okay, I I'm starting to fade. Like I could do, yeah. I probably do one or two more things and I'm starting to fade. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, like Shadowlands was great, but we waited for like an hour in that line. Oh we God. It's so long. And you know, it's so funny because you know how, again, yeah, because they snake the line, you know, so you're in that. It's always funny as you get up and you kind of are working past people. You don't want to piss anybody off in line near you because inevitably you will meet again. Yes. <laughs> They're gonna, and you're going to be like face to face a lot. So I kept seeing people who I was like really fucking annoyed with either because they were like sitting on the bars and, you know, acting like they were the only people there and, you know, or the people were smoking and it's like, you know, fuck you. Like, cause we're in like that enclosed space. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's, it just sucked to be like smoking, not even yeah. um, cannabis, but those awful vape pens, which stink by the way, the same as cigarettes. It's gross. So yeah. stop doing it in crowded places without other people's consent you know but anyways you know and that like idiot girl who was like hanging on the bar i'm like she's gonna fall and then of course she almost fell i'm like you know and that would have been the most interesting thing to see at the park if she had cracked her damn head open oh god you know that would have been the most gory violent thing but it, i'm speaking out of, i'm speaking from a place of anger because she's yes. annoying <laughs> so we have to release that but tell us how you really feel yeah Joshua. you know but Shadowlands was worth it because it was really awesome. Oh, and I will say one thing. It's, I feel like the mazes are longer this year. Like, I feel like mm, in okay. past years, I, I just I have memories of them being shorter, like getting through them faster. But whatever. The Shadowlands one was really cool. It was, of course, really racist, like a lot of the things <laughs> that are in there. Well, it does take place in, like, feudal Japan. Yes, feudal Japan as done by Rob Zombie or something. Or, yes. I don't know. It's very weird, but... Well, not to like, not to like give away all the spoilers, but you know, the way Shadowlands kind of opens up is it opens up differently than other mazes too. So yeah, you go, which is it, why I think the line was so long. Yeah, you so can only you, get so many people in. Exactly. So you go into this maze. Um, you're listening to like. Um, Sayuri on her guitar, like <laughs> the entire time you're out there. It's very bong, 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 it's like bong, 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 yeah, bong, bong, yeah, bong. Yeah. and um, we go in there, and then our party's in there, and then we go into this room where there's like somebody kneeling in front of like the samurai, and then the lights go off, and then the show begins. So then samurai uh, beheads someone, and then banishes us to the Shadowlands, which I read the description of the maze. It's like it's the it's the midway point between life and death. So yeah. it's like that wandering point in the afterlife. And then 
behind you, you go in to the Shadowlands. So like the the screen, what you didn't notice was that now the door opens up behind you. Yeah, the you. wall, yeah, kind of yeah. slid open. And this one was great because like you, I couldn't tell there were people in front of us. It was like we were just the only ones in the Shadowland. It's true. Yeah, they did. They kept it pretty controlled. So your group was like kind of alone yeah. in there. Whoever was in that, whoever was in that part of the maze was just those people there. Yeah, and you know. There was some, it's, the production was so good. Yeah, I will say that it was a very fine maze. Um, you know, I don't know if it's actually racist. Maybe we'd have to look at it. It just, fe- you know, it felt like, pl- it was very stereotypes of stuff. Yeah. But like from horror movies, you know, so when you came around one, it was like the ring and she was like moving and then all of a sudden like the way they flashed the lights and then she was right in your face and then bungee corded back or what? I mean, that was yeah. really cool. They had the ninjas like flying through, which was a little scary when like, cause I, t- I turned to say something to you when I turned around, there was a sword in front of my face. That was a little like yeah. oh okay let's uh let's let's uh move pull back this. pull back you know hold on there uh mr ninja uh, but i did think yeah of all the uh, of all the mazes that we went through which again we didn't really get through that many because you know you spend at least an hour you know 45 minutes to an yeah. hour waiting in line so that kills if you're going to go three mazes three hours is gone right away and yeah that absolutely you know, but um, there were mazes that I would totally want to go back to. Yes, and, I would love to see. see the Shadowlands again, and I'm hoping to to do it again just because it was very cool. The production value was very nice. It reminded me of all my favorite like Japanese horror films, like Ringu, um, you know, The Grudge, Juan, The Grudge, um, you know, all of that. It was just really, really great. Uh, production, but I was kind of mixed of other Asian movies too. Things like Takashimike and you know. Um, uh, things like from three extremes, like just like mm-hmm. all this great Asian horror. It was a real nice ode to that, and freaky as shit. Yeah, I mean, that one gave a few because I don't like that the like the the um like the fast moving. You know, like yeah. that stuff. We talked me about out. this, right? A fast zombie versus a slow zombie. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's it's very freaky. So, but yeah, I thought that that was a, a really, really, really good time. Um, I got I got caught there a few times. We were with Jacob and um, Mike, and then like Mike was ahead of us, and Mike got like, "Oh, that's uh, right, he stopped. He didn't want to go forward." Yeah, he stopped, and and Jacob was like, "Oh, dude, you got my dad. So proud of you." And I was like, "Okay, this is why I'm with the people I'm with." And then like I let Jacob go, and I was like, "Okay, if you're gonna come." And then right when I let Jacob go, that's when this like cr- like Asian woman followed us. That's right, <laughs> talking about her, her husband. Yeah. And her husband's, you know, their her brain smashed in. Yeah, that was very freaky. Uh, yeah, I did like that one where yeah, Mike it kind of like stopped and like okay, you have to you have to keep going. Yeah. We can't stop. We the, can't stay everything here. you want. Right it's on the other <laughs> right? side. I love how through the whole night David is just good. Like every time I, I'm good. Good, I'm good. Yeah, good. I'm well, like, he oh, also awesome. lived like you know, like he lived 15 minutes away versus know, our two right. hours. Yeah. So you know he's fine. So to go back that pumpkin eater bullshit. Oh my god! Yes. Because first of all, like the maze itself was kind of goofy. It was a little like a, like the talking pumpkin at the front was very Disney. Yeah. You know, Peter, Peter, pumpkin eater. Yeah, he I'm did. Like, the, this isn't I was even, like, are you gonna do the whole rhyme? That yeah, yeah he did it. He did the whole rhyme. <laughs> Um, and not even not even changing it into something like gory or weird. It was just Peter Peeper, Peter Peter, pumpkin eater, mm-hmm. kept a wife and good whatever it was. They it put was her just in a that. pumpkin shell and blah blah blah. Yeah, it was just that. It wasn't even like gored up or anything or like you know rewritten. Uh, yeah. And then the whole thing, it was like yeah, it was just weird. Like you were in you know with these weird pumpkin things and you were inside a pumpkin. And then yeah, they dripped that fucking goo like all over. That was 
I was so upset about that. The whole rest <laughs> of the maze, because I'm like, hey, I'm for being scared, screaming in my face, whatever, but I don't want to be, I don't want anything thrown on me. Yeah. I don't want anything in my hair. I don't want, I just don't want that. And that did it, like oozed down all over my arm, all over my hair. I was so annoyed. And for the whole rest of it, like people kept, like as we're going through the maze and, you know, they're jumping out screaming at you. I'm like, yeah, 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 get out of my fucking way. He's I like, need to get. It's like, oh my God, I'm so wet. I'm <laughs> yeah. wet. It's in my hair. Yeah, I was over it. I was like, I just need to get out. I just need to wash my hands. And I then, I don't know what it was, but it was sticky. And I was, just, yeah, when we, when it. it went, I don't even know if it was even a part of the maze, but like it's, we, uh, I don't know. There was a part where, I, when that happened, and Josh was like, oh my God, I'm wet. I was like, are we inside a pumpkin? And yeah. <laughs> and then we eventually were like inside a pumpkin. And it, I had no, it had no idea. Like, it was like, okay, we're in colonial times, I guess. And then it's like, I, I read the maze for, I read the description again for this maze. And it was like, yeah, there's a pumpkin like creature terrorizing this colonial town. So, um, great visual at the end where like some guys half dead bodies like sticking out of a meat grinder yeah so so good but there there was cool creepy stuff in it but yeah once that once they oozed all over me i was like okay listen all right and that one had i did not sign up for this and that one had like (laughs) you know there that one and then dark ride they had these announcements at the beginning where it's like this is a scary this is about really scary and you're gonna see disturbing things and you better be ready for it because we don't want children pissing their pants you know basically those kinds of announcements none of that in Shadowlands it was just I know you know Sayuri like bing 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 yeah the little shamisen kind of shamisen music or whatever you call that Um, yeah whatever anyway so yeah just the pumpkin eater. I yes. don't recommend it if you don't want to be used but, on. But Shadowlands definitely like I yeah. walked out of there and I was like, Well, I lost my Mitsuwage. Like Yes. <laughs> was, it was very, very fun. And then what um so then what else did we do? We didn't really talk um I think we covered all the rides and stuff we went on because you didn't ride anything. You didn't get in the teacups with us, or not the teacups. They were the dancing. I did. Sombreros. The oh, dancing that's right. You hat. did. Yes, that's right. And David took video of it, and hopefully we'll be able to post it. Oh, we're gonna post it. I have. Yes. It. Oh, you do have it. Awesome. Good. Yeah. So we'll make sure to share that. That so, was hysterical. So we went. Oh to, my god, you were so funny. Ja- Joshua wanted to go to this part of the park that's like um, Dia de los Muertos, like Dia de los Muertos, which I love. You know, um, maybe problematic hashtag. Oh. Uh, Anyways, go ahead. uh, Maybe it's problematic because of cultural appropriation or whatever. But I mean, also you got to figure. Even Malvira mentioned this. Like you got to figure that that this went a park in this particular. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she made the joke about three people in the audience not speaking Spanish. You know, which I agree. I think we should all be bilingual. Like we should. If you live in California, you should probably know Spanish. Yeah, I do not because. And it's just a part. It's like especially that stuff is just such a part of the landscape of where we live in Southern California. I I almost find it. It's more like respecting that. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So got to have a part of the park like that. So this part, like going into it, well, it was really cool too because there were like three women in like the Calaveras makeup, yeah. just like on the ground, looking like they were picking things up. And I was just like, oh my god, what are these women doing? But anyway, we go to there, and then there's they have these uh, like at Disneyland where they have the teacups. Um, yeah, the dancing, this, sombreros. Uh, dancing sombreros. Dancing sombreros. <laughs> the hat dance is the what they call it. Yes, yes, so we yes, go yes. there, walked right in, just get into it, and then I... No, nobody was in line for it. So jerks. we get in there. Um, you were with Jacob, and then yes. I was with David, and David was like, I like to go really fast. And I was like, okay. He's like, just vomit away from me. And I'm like, okay. And then as it started, I was like, oh, no, he wasn't fucking kidding. Like, he yeah. wanted to go really fast. So I, I stopped holding the wheel. I started holding onto the pole, and I, I closed my eyes mm-hmm. the entire time. 
because the moments that I did open my eyes, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to, we had like, I had like the full chicken dinner at the chicken dinner restaurant. Oh God, $50 fucking, no, $22. Yeah. But like, still like, I was like, oh, I did not want to like see that chicken dinner again. Yeah. So like Joshua screaming, laughing his head off. He's like, Joe, I just look, I can just see what I look like. Imagine what I look like too. Like, Oh my God. Like it, it felt, it was a different experience, like not seeing it and just feeling where I was going. And then he would turn the direction of it. And there's a video of it. And Joshua, like, I think I got my life more because Joshua's like cackling hysterical yes. laugh. Well, I'm glad that we were in the same, like on the same machine, you know, cause obviously we were in two different, you know, hats, mm-hmm. but we were in the <laughs> same, I, whatever you call it. <laughs> Whatever yes. it is. But we were, you know, in the same, like on the same, um, what do you call it? Same that? like wheel. Yeah. That same like wheel of four hats. Yeah. I'm trying to, what would you even call that? Like, I don't know, whatever. But anyways, so at least you were near us so we could hear you and see you going fast because we were going like Jacob and I both were working the wheel, like going as fast as possible. Yeah. So we, and then we would like let go, but then we were hearing you like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> That's like, oh God. I think I say like, this is my undoing. The yeah. hat dance is my undoing yes. yeah you were so over it i'm like this is awesome <laughs> yeah we should have wrote it again so i always have fun <laughs> who knew who i was like is it still going yeah <laughs> and and then he's like you should be taking a video and david's like i am my arm hurts <laughs> yeah i was so happy so yeah we'll have to share that uh video for everyone to see because that was very highly highly entertaining so in the end good times good times had by one and all yes we got back in the car. Um, it was like one and something in the morning. Yeah. I was driving us back. Um, Joshua, you know, ate his pie and delightfully snored. Yes, because I kept, oh, I know, I'm sorry. No, I, it wasn't even that bad. I was, yeah. you, it was not as bad. Trust me, I'm, I'm way worse. Yeah. But um, I, and it's even hard when you're like sitting bolt upright because it was just hard to get comfortable. But, um, which I mean, you know, whatever, we're in the car. Like, that's how it goes. I should have, again, I should have just wadded little Jacob up and just tucked him under my, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but what was neck. awesome was like in, you know, usually when I'm on long drives or if I'm driving, I like to listen to a book on tape or like, you know, I'm a gay. So I like to put in like a nice cast album and sing along. So that way I can keep my, you know, I'm awake for the drive because I don't really drink coffee. So I, I need something to keep me awake. So I decided to put on the uh, movie soundtrack album for Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. And that was and that was probably one of my favorite moments of the night where we're just like singing along and then Johnny and Mike, who like used to do like shadow casts and go to those, um, they were doing the callbacks, you know, the, yeah. the secondary script to it. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, was yeah. so much fun. Um, but yeah, so like that was a lot of that was a really great way to end the night for it sure. Was, it was so fun singing along, like because we just started from the beginning and we just all like were singing along, and then Jacob's just sitting there like mm, I've I mean I've seen the movie, but you know, I'm a 16-year-old boy, so I'm not yeah. like, <laughs> it was like I was, and then I was like, Jacob, you have seen Rocky Horror, right? I don't want to like yeah. we're talking about transvestites and hot patooties and all this right. stuff. So yeah, which that does you know, whatever to him, but you know, it was just funny because we're just like we're all like singing at the top of our lungs. And I'm like, this has got to be hilarious from his perspective. You know, like these fucking guys, like what the hell? <laughs> so good. Like, and we're all like packed into my, like my tiny little, you know, yeah. jalopy car. I know. And I felt bad. Cause it's like, you know, it was Sunday night. So we got back in the car. Yeah. It was like one. And by the time we got back, it was three. I got in bed, got every, you know, we got all finished. Everybody, you know, obviously long car ride. Everybody's using the bathroom, doing different things, getting out. So by the time you all left and I got undressing, 
got in bed, it was like 3.30, and I had to be up at 6. Oh, God. Or 6.30. So I probably altogether had about four hours of sleep. Because I slept in the car, but it, like on and mm-hmm. off, like because I would wake up yeah. and I'd kind of look over and like, you know, Jacob's asleep or mm-hmm. then he wouldn't be asleep. And we're both like, <laughs> we're just like looking at each other I'm like this. Tomorrow yeah. is going to suck. And Monday, mm-hmm. it sucked. It did suck. I, I got through it and I went to class and all that, but, you know, only on a few hours of sleep. So by the end of the day, my head was like buzzing. So I I went to bed very early last night. I um I knew that was going to happen. Like I knew that I was just going to hate myself because I also have to get up early yeah. for work. I have, a, I have like a 45 minute commute. So I just like, I'm taking that day off. I scheduled to have that day off. And then I just slept as much as I could the entire day. There was a point where um, I was texting with uh, young David and he was like, why aren't you asleep? <laughs> you right. should be asleep. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was good. And then like, you know, ice my feet. I just like, I did everything that I could to, you know, I was fine. Uh, to rest. I was trying to rest. But um, overall, uh, Joshua, that was probably, that was so much fun. I texted my cousin and I said, hey, if your twins want to like do anything scary related this year, let me know. I'll come with you guys and we'll make, because yeah. I'm now down to do that. I don't know how I'd feel about like someone running after me with like a chainsaw, but you know, at least I would be down to like go and do that with them or yeah. like go and take them uh because i'm now like i'm now a part of the initiated yes 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 and you absolutely should spread the fear spread the fear uh, i will say one last uh, thing I, that i was thinking while i was sitting there watching the um the actors and you know and the and the, uh, the the cast whatever they're whatever they're called um you know acting i was like you know they must get in touch with it like it must be I'm curious about like psychological like satisfaction, mm-hmm. you know, like how much fun would it be to put on like a mask and just revert to this really primitive kind of self? Like there was a girl walking around and she was <laughs> and very like animalistic and, mm-hmm. you know, wasn't talking, but was grunting and scaring people. And I thought, you know, I wonder if that's like, if it exercises something in you, you know, to do that. Like, I don't think I have the energy, like, yeah. to be honest. Like, I don't think I could do that for however many hours a night they have to do it. I mean, I'm sure they get to trade off and they do breaks mm-hmm. and stuff. Could you imagine all those people sitting in some break room somewhere like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, but, like, I'm just kind of curious how, like, if, if there's a release in that, mm-hmm. you know, of kind of just, re- redu- like, pulling back, well, devolving um, for a Young night. David, since, you know, he he lives up in that area, he said that he's, he's always, like, wanted to, like, do that for, like, a season. To, like, yeah, be one of those do a season, yeah. actors. And he said that they start casting for that in, like, June or July. Yeah. And that it's just, he said that you there's, like, an audition. Oh, like, yeah, You gotta, sure. like, do all this stuff. And then, but it's just such a, like, a huge, ends up being, like, a, a bigger time commitment than, than he's able to give. Mm. But I just, I was like, wow, I didn't know there was, like, all that, takes into it but yeah. yeah it does um there was when we when we separated so i was with david and then you we separated so that way you could go just check out and see if there was any yeah i was looking for some merch as you were leaving there was this woman who was this witch who character who was just like walking slowly eyes forward with like a lantern and it was so timed right because this fog was behind her and then she gets to this place right in front of the gate to like a closed down ride and she gets there and she like gets on her knee and takes out this satchel and like puts the sand in her hands and then down and then it goes onto the floor and empties it out more and then basically it's like starting to create this little ritual and then all the creatures that were around gathered and like encircled her and like were mesmerized by what was going on 
And I kept looking at David and David was looking at me and I was like, is this really happening right now? And then we went from being like the only ones to see it to like a crowd like gathered to see this woman do this. And then she's like, who wants their fortune read? And this like, you know, little annoying millennial girl was like, me, me, me. So she like goes and she sits there and then they encircle her. And then she has like, you know, her phone out looking at the, you know, and obviously they didn't mind. And I couldn't hear anything of what was going on because the witch soundtrack was playing behind us. Thank you, David, for uh, telling me the witch soundtrack was playing behind us. And um, she starts. And then all of a sudden. That's on an upcoming episode, the witch. Yes, the witch. (laughs) So we have an episode. And then there was a point where the uh, actress, she like unleashed the creatures onto the crowd and then they turned and I literally thought, I was like getting ready to go because they, people were like, ah, they like ran away and she dispersed the crowd in that way. It was so fucking yeah, cool. I'm sad I missed that because I walked away just as she was starting that because I was like, I don't know what she's doing. And I was there. like, we were getting ready to go too. We were ready yeah. to like get up and t- try to catch something else or come to meet you. But I just stayed there. I was so transfixed. It, she, her commitment to that whole process was yeah. so awesome. Well, I'm looking forward. I, hopefully I'll see her again um, when I go again this, this upcoming weekend. So... <laughs> Anyways, all in all, I thought it was a really good time. I always love going to that. I'm glad that you had fun. I'm glad that you didn't uh, die. <laughs> yes. Today, you know, today we're releasing this on Friday the 13th. So today is Friday the 13th. Um, you should definitely get a chance to go up to Not Scary yes, Farm. Yes, do it. Do it. If you're in the Southern California area, even if you're not, come out for the weekend. Vegas, yep. Southwest got some cheap flights from Vegas. Yep. Um, yeah, take, your, take, a, take a chance. Um, you won't regret it. Uh, you definitely need to go with the right people, though. Yes, get a good group together. Go early. Yes. Uh, I recommend getting there early. You know, go get there at 4 or 5, have yeah. dinner someplace, be through the security and all. Exactly. And, and waiting in line by 7. Get so that boysenberry get, pie. Yes. Get that fried chicken dinner. And I can't the- recommend the chicken dinner too much. I mean, it was expensive and mine was soggy, but people seem to like it. So, whatever. but definitely get like get a pie, go there beforehand. Yes. Uh, you know, split the parking cuz it's so worth it to just like be right there already. Yeah, just pay the parking. Jeez. Yeah, just, just pay it. for the parking. Yeah. And yeah, so that's not scary farm. Thank you, Joshua. Yay, fright school field trip down. Another one bites the dust. Anyway, so we will see you next time on Fright School. Fright School is produced by Joshua Napier and Joe Farron. Our intro was edited by Davy Boy Productions. Our logo was designed by Jamie Channel Guzman. Episodes are edited and engineered by Joe Farron. Fright School is produced in terrifyingly beautiful San Diego, California. listening to the Geekscape Network.